I, I wanted, as I was thinking through what I wanted to do today, and by the way, if you are visiting, we're taking a detour from what we normally do. I'm an exegetical Bible teacher. There's nothing that I enjoy more than opening a book of the Bible and let's dig in deep and let's go through this book and let's go chapter by chapter, line by line, verse by verse. And that's the way I believe we should all study the Scriptures. With that said, today we're taking a detour from our normal method of study, normal method of, of preaching and teaching. And uh, we, we've been in the Gospel of Luke. Lord willing, we'll pick back up on that next week. So if you're visiting, I invite you back next week and we'll continue our study in the Gospel of Luke. Today I, I did felt led to, to honor moms with a message. And, um, and, and so that's what we have today, more of a topical approach. Uh, so we're going to be all over the map with the Scriptures um, but again, I, I trust that God will encourage you through this. Uh, you may uh, just want to look on the screen. I've put the verses up here as we go through, and that may, you know, if not, we'll have a sword drill going the rest of the service. But uh, anyway, I, I wanted to start by, by honoring moms. You know, it's been said that behind every great man, there are three great women. A great mother to train him in what to do. A great wife to tell him what to do. And a great secretary to do it for him. <laughs> anyway, I'm thankful I have all three in my life. All right. I uh, know. Um, listen, I, I want us to talk about this this morning. In the scriptures, Ephesians 6, 2, we find the following. Honor your father and mother, which is the first commandment with promise, that it may be well with you and you may live long on the earth. Father, I pray this morning that um, as we open the Word of God, as we uh, look into the Scriptures, that uh, your voice would speak. Lord, I pray that you just allow me to be a conduit of your grace. I pray that the moms here today would be honored. And Lord, I pray that all of our hearts would be drawn to you, that you would be made much of, that you be lifted high, and as a result, that you might draw us closer. Lord, thank you for the moms in our life, what they mean to us, uh, especially those godly mothers. Uh, Father, we thank you for that. And Lord, uh, again, I ask that uh, through this message today uh, that hearts would be reached and we'll give you the praise in Jesus' name. Amen. This is sort of the, uh, the passage we're going to spring from as we move through. And by the way, this is a New Testament verse. We know that this is a reiteration uh, from the Old Testament in Exodus when we see the commandments of God given. We know that uh, this tells us that this was one of the first commandments with promise. I mean, that's noteworthy, don't you think? When you're looking at the commandments of God and yet there's one that's the first commandment given that actually has a promise attached to it. Now, I know what some of you are thinking. You read this and you say, that, uh, that first commandment with promise, that it may be well with you and that you may live long on the earth. For some of you, this is probably what comes to mind. I brought you into this world. I can take you out. <laughs> Don't think that's quite what the verse was intending. Um, by the way, I, I came across this and I said, you know what, I, I got to have some fun with this. Look, God gives us a sense of humor, and I think He expects us to use it. I mean, hey, look at yourself in the mirror. He made us, right? I mean, He's got a sense of humor. All right. Uh, I got some momisms. These are called momisms. Famous mom sayings. Let's just detour for a second. Let's, let's look at a few of these. Uh, famous mom saying, 
Keep crying and I'll give you something to cry about. Some of y'all have heard your mama say that before. Some of them are looking at their mama right now. And she's probably going to tell you the same thing. Um, maybe you heard this growing up. If all your friends jumped off a cliff, would you jump too? Yeah, heard that one. And, and I did jump off a cliff, actually. So <laughs> I was the first, and my friends followed me. Anyway, all right. How about this one? There's a famous mom saying, I'm not your waitress. How about this? You'll eat it and you'll like it. <laughs> I heard that one a lot growing up. <laughs> or wear it, huh? Okay. <laughs> See what was going on in your house, Michelle. I'm just... All right. How about this one? Don't get smart with me. Now, that one always bothered me. Don't, get, don't you get smart with me. But I got in trouble when I brought home a C on my report card. I mean, you know, what do you want, Mom? Conflicting signals here. Uh, here's, a, here's a famous mom saying, uh, there are two options for dinner. Take it or leave it. I like that one. may have to use that. But anyways, in, in all seriousness, um, you know, uh, we look at some of these sayings and we, we think about moms. And, and, and as we looked at that scripture passage, we are, we are told that uh, we are to honor uh, our father and, and mother. And... Um, and so, as we kind of go through the scriptures today, I want us to uh, go back to the, to the beginning, the beginning of time, and think about moms. Uh, you'll notice in Genesis 3.20, we're told, And Adam called his wife's name Eve, because she was the mother of all living. Now, while I was preparing this, it kind of struck me that, you know, we kind of miss that. We kind of just brush over this. But do you think about... Think about this for a second. Adam's wife wasn't named. We find this out in Genesis 3.20. The falls happen. And the curse is given, and we talked about that uh, through childbearing, the pain will be multiplied. Some of the moms said amen. But then we find uh, Adam calling his wife's name Eve because she was the mother of of all living. You know what I believe our society does today, and it's a shame, and I think uh, too many of us are buying into it, that there's a greater calling in your life, that it's a career, that it's um, status, fame, fortune, whatever it is that that tugs at you. Uh, Since the Women's Live movement, there's been... Uh, an increase in this. And by the way, I encourage you to go back uh, and study Genesis 3 when it's pronounced that, uh, the, that the woman will have a desire for her husband. It's not a sexual. It's for the position. And then the scriptures say, and he will rule over you. There's a battle of the sexes that have happened since the beginning of time. But here's the point I want to make this morning is that There is no greater calling, I really believe, there is no greater calling than that of being a mother. I mean, Scripture puts the emphasis, the very first woman ever born, first ever born, ever made from the the side of man, that, that, that Adam calls Eve because she was the mother of all living. And I think too often times we miss the importance of that calling. 
And we definitely live in a society that tries to down it, tries to negate it, and replace it. And uh, so I, I just, I, it struck me when I was studying this today, and, and by the way, if you, my, my wife does a uh, workshop on this um, with the roles and responsibilities uh, of women, and um, I don't tackle that one. I let my, my wife do that one. I, I, I beat us up, guys. And, uh, but anyway, uh, Lord willing, we'll, we'll look at that somewhere down the line. But uh, what I want to hit on today is three things that will hopefully help us to honor moms, to look at that uh, responsibility, that position in a new light, and, and maybe, uh, again, help us so that this day and, and, and throughout our lives that we will be more in tune to honoring our mothers. Uh, the first point in honoring mom is through wisdom. If you want to honor your mom today, young person, older person, uh, uh, got some scriptural guidelines that will instruct us today and encourage us to honor our moms. Now, notice Proverbs 1.8. I'm going to just kind of read through these quickly for time's sake. My son, hear the instruction of your father. And do not forsake the law of your mother. These are all from, uh, from the Proverbs. We consider that the book of wisdom. Now check this out. Proverbs 6.20, My son, keep your father's command, and do not forsake the law of your mother. Proverbs 10.1, the Proverbs of Solomon. A wise son makes a glad father, but a foolish son is the grief of his mother. You want to grieve mom? Be foolish. That'll grieve the heart of a mom. You know, when I was saved, I was, in, I was age 25 when the Lord got a hold of my life. And for most of my life, I was very grievous to my mom. Um, in fact, I remember one night when I was in Bible college, uh, I don't know if it was a chapel service had been preached or there was a, just a quiet time alone in my room with, in God's Word studying. But I remember the Spirit of God really convicted me that I had grieved my mom so much in my life with the way I lived. Because I was the kind of kid in my teenage years that I would literally, I may be gone for two or three days and not even call mom. And just be out hanging with my friends. And of course, I would be all defensive when I would come home and say, look, if I don't call you, you know I'm okay. If there's something wrong, I'll call you. And I was very disrespectful in that sense. And it didn't dawn on me till one day as a Christian, I was talking to my mom and she shared this with me. And this is what led to this conviction when I was in college. She said, Jeremy, there were many nights where I couldn't sleep. I'd toss and I'd turn. I didn't know if you were safe, if you were all right. And she says, if the phone rang, I was afraid maybe it was, you know, the police or maybe it was even worse, you know, the morgue or something. And I never thought about it from mom's perspective. Young person, let me just say this. We need to think about things from mom's perspective sometime. I didn't realize I was doing that to my mom. It tore her up. And at age 25, I realized that. And, you know, I remember going down to the end of the hallway. Back in the olden days, there was one payphone, and everybody had to go down and use it. You had to take turns. And I remember calling home and saying, Mom, I just want you to know I'm sorry. I realized that. I wasn't respectful, and, I, and I'm sorry. I'm sorry the way I treated you. I'm sorry that I, I didn't call, I didn't come home. I didn't do the things that I probably should have. And, of course, you know, moms are moms. And she says, oh, son, 
I love you. It's okay. I, I, I know you didn't mean anything by it. And, and so it was a good moment in that call because um, I just sensed that peace. Some of you maybe just today, and, and, and if you get nothing else out of this message, maybe you need to give mom a call. Maybe you need to have that heart-to-heart. We've all done boneheaded things, right? And, uh, but anyways, I, I, I see that verse and it strikes me of, of don't be a foolish son. Um, it's very grievous to mom. A wise son, Proverbs fifteen twenty says, a wise son makes the father glad, but a foolish man despises his mother. And that seems like strong words, but that's the word of God. And by our actions, that's what we're showing, that we despise mom when we behave in such a way. Um, notice, he who, uh, Proverbs 19.26, He who mistreats his father and chases away his mother is the son who causes shame and brings reproach. Proverbs 20.20, 20, Whoever curses his father or his mother, his lamp will be put out in deep darkness. Proverbs 23.22, Listen to your father who begot you, and do not despise your mother when she's old. And that's something that... Um, I think we struggle with here in America. Um, you go into some countries and other cultures, especially the Asian culture, they have a tendency to honor the elder. There's great honor. The older you get, the more honor there is towards you. Not in our country. We have a tendency to sort of discard the elderly, don't we? And that's a shame. That is, that is truly a, a, a shame. We need to make sure that we're honoring uh, our parents uh, and, and that is one way. Proverbs twenty three twenty five. Let your father and your mother be glad, and let her who bore you rejoice. <laughs> yeah, mom wants to rejoice. Don't give her reasons to grieve. Uh, Proverbs twenty eight twenty four. Whoever robs his father or his mother and says, it is no transgression, the same as companion to a destroyer. Again, truths to reflect on. Proverbs twenty nine fifteen. The rod and rebuke give wisdom. But a child left to himself brings shame to his mother. And and I see this quite often. We live in a generation, we live in a day where the discipline is not applied in a manner in which it should. And the result, a lot of times, is they just let them be. They think that's loving to just let a kid be a kid and their idea of of discipline... um, is misguided. And the result, oftentimes, is a generation that uh, is, is ashamed. And, and I think we're seeing more and more of that today. Um, notice, there is a generation, Proverbs thirty eleven. there's a generation that curses its father and does not bless its mother. Proverbs 31, 1, the words of King Lemuel, the utterance which his mother taught him. And... I encourage you, I was going to take time today and read that whole chapter, but I want you to go home and I want you to reflect on that. I mean, that's the Proverbs 31. You think of Proverbs 31, and most Mother's Day you'll hear a message on something like that. But take time to reflect, because this, I, I would venture to say, King Lemuel was probably a pretty wise man when it comes to understanding the importance of a mother. I would assume he honored his mom because mom taught him some great th- things in Proverbs 31. And so I encourage us all to reflect in that chapter. Well, in honoring mom, we need to do so through wisdom. But we also need to do so through caring. 
You can look if you want to. You can turn in your Bibles. Again, you can look up here. I'm going to have the verses up. But John 19, 20, uh, chapter 19, verse 25 through 27. What better example in honoring mom than to look to the person of Christ? Jesus is on the cross. He's suffering for your sin, my sin. He is laying down His life that you and I might be forgiven, that grace can be extended to you, to me, that we can have those sins forgiven, that we can be made whole, made complete, by repenting of our sins, turning to faith in Christ, trusting that His atonement on the cross is sufficient to remove the sins that you and I have committed, to cleanse us from unrighteousness. He's made a way for you and I. And it's only through Him. His death is buried on a resurrection. But with all of that, what does Jesus do when He's on the cross? Notice. Now, there stood by the cross of Jesus, His mother, His earthly mother, and His mother's sister, Mary, the wife of Clopas, and Mary Magdalene. When Jesus therefore saw his mother and the disciples whom he loved standing by, he said to his mother, Woman, behold your son. Then he said to the disciple, Behold your mother. And from that hour, that disciple took her to his own home. Do you see the love the compassion of Christ in this moment. Though he's suffering on a cruel cross, he honors his mom, his earthly mom. It's going to be okay, mom. I mean, there is to, to, to turn and to address her. Because think about it, she's a mom. Moms, you know what this feels like. This is your child. She is looking at the Son of God. I mean, this is, this is God Almighty incarnate. But it still doesn't erase the fact that she was entrusted to raise the Godson. She was chosen by God to carry the Godman in her womb. That Genesis chapter 3 tells us that through the seed of woman, not the seed of man, through the seed of woman is the way the scriptures in Genesis 3 talks about the promise will come. In the curse, in the fall, remember... Uh, her offspring will destroy, wound the head of the serpent, and all he'll do is bruise his heel. That's a prophecy of the coming Christ. And so here's a mom who cared for her child, and now he's upon a cross. And yet Jesus cared enough in that moment to address the hurt and the need of, of mom. That's pretty pretty significant. Uh, and, and, and you know, I, I can't help but think of the other scriptures that he had taught over in Mark 3, 31. Uh, then his brothers and his mother came and standing outside, they, they sent to him calling him and a multitude was sitting around him and they said to him, look, your mother and your brothers are outside seeking you. This is when he had been in the temple, te- uh, in the, uh, te- uh, temple teaching and, and someone had, had uh, accused him of, you know, being demon-possessed, and, uh, and then his parents were coming. And, and uh, so they said, hey, here comes your mother. Your brothers are outside seeking you, verse 33. But he answered them saying, who is my mother or my brothers? And he looked around in a circle at those who sat about him and said, 
Here are my mother and my brothers. For whoever does the will of God is my brother and my sister and mother. Now I sidetrack here for a second because again as I, as I reflected on that other passage in my study I couldn't help but think of what Jesus was telling his earthly mother is that look, How important is the fellowship of believers? Yes, we hurt and we have struggles and pains in life, but God is doing something and He was getting ready after His death, burial, and resurrection and then He would eventually ascend and the Holy Spirit would come on the day of Pentecost and we would enter into what's known as the church age. But there's a teaching here that He's wanting us to get and that's this. Yeah, family's important. Earthly family is good. Blood is thick. But it's not as thick as God's family. Do you follow me? There's a great truth that we need to understand that Jesus taught personally through, through the cross and, and as well as what we see here in His teaching. The family of God is vital. If you want to honor mom, you know the greatest way you can honor mom is be a part of the family of God, doing the will of God. And so I, I, I wanted to share that. Uh, that. There's no extra charge on that, by the way. That's just a freebie. Um, but let's move on. How about this? Through the Word. If I'm going to honor mom, I've got to do it through wisdom. I mean, you know, I, I need to know what the Scriptures teach me. I, I need to be uh, caring. I need to be compassionate, as Christ was in His example. But through the Word. Notice 2 Timothy 1.5. 2 Timothy 1.5 says this, When I call to remembrance, here's Paul writing to Timothy, young Timothy. He says, When I call to remembrance the genuine faith that is in you, which dwelt first in your grandmother Lois and your mother Eunice, and I am persuaded is in you also. Moms, you've got a major impact and influence upon the rearing of your children. Grandmas, you've got a huge impact upon the rearing and raising of your grandchildren. We find this example in Scripture. Timothy, young Timothy, he's taking over Paul's ministry. Paul's ministry is coming to a close. Young Timothy is going to take over in this area. And, and, and Paul's instructing him and encouraging him. And so he recalls the, to remember the genuine faith that was in Timothy. And where did it come from? Well, I believe it came from uh, his grandmother Lois and his mother Eunice instilling in him... Biblical truth. Got to raise them right, Mama. Grandma, got to raise them right. In 2 Timothy 3.15, Paul again talking to Timothy says, and that from childhood, from childhood, you've known the Holy Scriptures, which are able to make you wise for salvation through faith, which is in Christ Jesus. Moms, grandmoms, from childhood, from childhood, we raise them up, train them up in the way they should go. If you want to honor your moms, it's through the Word. I think about young Timothy, again, coming to know, coming to know, Christ, probably through Paul's ministry, even though his parents, his mom, his grandma had invested in him, 
I bet mom and grandma was pretty proud of young Timothy. Growing in the grace and knowledge of Jesus Christ. You know, faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. Honoring mom. Let's honor our moms this day. Three simple things to remember. Through wisdom, through compassion, and through the Word. You know, again, this world doesn't have a whole lot to offer. But the Word of God will never steer you wrong. The compassion of Christ is seen on the cross at Calvary. I mean, what greater love is there than that? And maybe you're here today and you don't know the love of Christ. Can I tell you today a truth? God demonstrated His love to you. And while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. That's a love that even a mom can't display, comprehend, or understand. That's an eternal love. And that's the kind of love that God extends to us. Yeah, you know, I, I want to close with a little thought here. And it's actually a scriptural thought, though it's been kind of rephrased in a poem. But it's, if you want to know where this is rooted in truth, you can look it up later, Psalm 15. Psalm 15. But it's called being a godly mother. And it's a prayer. Being a godly mother. Lord, I want so much to be a good mother. To hear your words, well done, when I face you. How can I live up to your expectations? To live in such a way that my children have no reason to blame me for their failures. To do the right thing instead of the easy thing. To speak the truth. From my heart, not with arrogance, but with love. To keep my speech sweet and free from gossip or slander. To treat others as I wish to be treated and never speak ill of another. To stand against evil and uphold the right. To keep my promises even when doing so brings me pain. To willingly share with others from the riches you have given. To defend the innocent, and those unable to defend themselves. Only with your power, O Lord, can I become the mother you desire. Please help me. Please help me stand with integrity that I might please you now and always. Modeling to my sons and daughters the example you have set for me through Christ. Let's pray. Father, thank you for the moms in our life, and I pray that um, as children we would, we would honor them, uh, not just this day, but Lord, just how we choose to live. May that be through, the, through accordance uh, to your word, Lord, through wisdom, through caring, through the word. And Father, I I just ask that for both mom and child that, um, Lord, we make mistakes along the way. 
don't always do what's right. There's forgiveness. There's grace. There's no greater example than what we see at the cross of Calvary. Lord, if there's anyone here that doesn't understand that grace, that forgiveness, I pray the Spirit of God would lead them to the cross where mercy and wrath meet, where grace and forgiveness is extended to whosoever will, let them come. Lord, draw us in repentance to you. May we ask those that we need to ask for forgiveness, but more importantly, Lord, may we ask you for the grace that's needed. And we praise you and we thank you, Lord, this day. And we pray for our moms. May today be a blessed day in their lives. May we be an encouragement to them as well. In Jesus' name, amen.